Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Here we are back at it again, and the leaking faucet that is seedy gossip dripping away. Uh, This NFL network scandal, the state-run NFL media, a gaggle of players that have been named in this, and they are all off television right now as the proceedings continue. But the the latest chapter, if you've been away and not paying attention to this kind of stuff, and maybe you're one of those people, you just don't pay attention to this. This is not your thing. Uh, but Warren Sapp, who is on that list, he's on the naughty list at the NFL Network. Now, I don't believe he's the one that sent the, uh, the video from the shower of some uh, self-manipulation. I don't think he did that. He did that. Uh, I don't think he... Don't think he did any touchy-feely. I don't think that's part of this. Uh, but Warren Sapp named in this lawsuit the all-encompassing legal papers by the former stylist at the state-run NFL Network, and Warren Sapp responded. Now, the claims from this Jamie Cantor, she claimed that Warren Sapp urinated in front of her and uh, sent vibrators as Christmas gifts a few years back. And not just once, but like three years in a row. That that was the claim. Uh, so Sap responded. Now <laughs> he uh, he uh, he claimed that it's uh, the, the vibrators did happen, but he said that is true. Uh, but it's not about sex. Uh, it's not the sex toys. Not about sex. Uh, and uh, we we have the now he was on the radio in uh, in Miami, and. Uh, 
Now, I know Miami radio a little bit. We're on the radio in Miami right now. There's a, depending on what station you're on, there's an older clientele. Uh, how do you think they felt about Warren Sapp breaking down the uh, the gifting of the sex toys? Well, here's what happened. Let's uh, let's go to the audio tape, as they say. Warren explaining his side of the story. I, I'd come off the set, go around the corner, come off stage one, go down the hallway, swing around, hit the bathroom door, it opens. She's in there steaming or whatever. I'm like, out, Jamie, got to go to the bathroom. She's like, Warren, I'm like, Jamie, got to go to the bathroom. Now I'm going to the to the to the toilet because there's only a toilet in this thing because yeah. all of us have to use this bathroom. Exactly. It's the only bathroom in the whole stage where you can go to the bathroom. You got to go. So yeah. I'm yeah. going. I hear the door close behind me. I pick it up. Go to oh go to using the re- the the restroom and she yells to me. Your office can't be. But she was not in the bathroom. I was not urinating in front of her. Of course her. not. Yeah. At no time, no, no. point, no how. No. Of course I not. walked in, asked her to leave. She left. She yelled what she yelled through the door, talking about that's her office. I'm like, yeah, it can't be your office. It's just, <laughs> it can't. But if that's what it was, but it wasn't nothing. I walked back out, go get on the yeah, set, sure. finish the show, nothing. Yeah. That's completely reasonable. I mean, if you got to go, you got to go. You know, get out of there. I mean, I, hey, listen. Of course, this is the same guy that would have been fine with the prostitutes if he just paid them. He would have gotten away with that a couple of years ago, and he'd still have kept his broadcasting job at uh, the NFL. Well, that explanation, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. That was well-reasoned. Uh, you know, hey, listen, I, uh, she's in the bathroom. I got to go. Get out of there. Get your stuff out of there. It's a fire drill. But what about the sex toys? Do we have that soundbite? Do we have that, uh, that layer? Do- we don't have that. How do we not have that one? Who is doing the editing in the back there? That's a bad job. All right. Well, I heard the soundbite earlier when I was in the Boston show, and uh, he he explained that uh, the uh, the gifting of the sex toys in that actually in the the same radio interview, but for some reason we don't have that bite. But uh, trust me, I, I vaguely remember what he said. I'm, I'll paraphrase uh, because it's pretty straightforward. He claimed that he did indeed send said items as a gift. What? Man, that's that's a good idea. But I, I'm looking for uh, what what I should give Danny G if he comes back from his suspension and Eddie and and Coop. I, maybe I should text Warren Sapp and ask what he recommends. But he, in short, the story was that he claimed that he had shown some of the women that worked over at the NFL Network this device, and they they were interested in it. Yeah, they wanted this. They thought, boy, that looks like a good item. Man, I'd like to add that to my uh, my uh, collection. So uh, let me have that, and then uh, he said, "Okay, I'll be your I'll be your secret Santa, and I will hook you up. I will uh, I will take care uh, of that." And Sap actually sent a picture of said item, which uh, it kind of it's like an a lipstick type thing. That's the uh, the way it uh, the way it works it works there. All right, so you can imagine the uh, the reaction here. Uh, of of Warren Sapp and, and those that are just on full attack mode. Full attack mode. Uh, now, my position on this is pretty simple. Right? I, I, I got a couple of thoughts on this. Number one, you've got Animal House. You've got that. You, you also have Tone Death and, to quote the president, it's just locker room talk. All right. Now, first of all, Animal House. God, that must have been a fun place to work at the NFL. Now, this stuff must be a must. I I have only done television a little bit. I'm a radio guy. I'm ugly. I I do radio. I do nighttime radio when no one can see me, and I I sneak in the hallways when the sun goes down, and then I leave before the sun goes up. That's my life, okay? Uh, But this television world, I did it a little bit. I got a taste of it a few years back, and I don't remember any of this. Man, did I miss out! Uh, and I, there were professional athletes there. There were guy. Maybe they just didn't do it in front of me, but I don't recall seeing any of this kind of activity. Now, it's just a stressful job. You work late hours. Um, you know, stressful. When I say stressful, it's not like, hey, if I don't get this check, I'm going to default on my home. Stressful, but it's stressful because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of deadlines. And let's face, it, there's if you don't look good, if it doesn't. The presentation's not good. You get in trouble. But this Animal House approach that apparently was going on, you wonder how much of this was 
embellished. Like, because in any lawsuit, there's some truth and then there's some embellishment. And you have to determine how much of it's embellishment and how much of it's truth. But as we pointed out when this story about the NFL Network first came out, it's pretty hard to deny the text message evidence and the, the, the video of the shower scene. That's pretty hard to deny. I don't know how you, well, I sent the wrong, uh, wrong person. And, and, and all that, like some of the things that were said in the hallway, I guess it's his word versus her word on these, these former NFL players. But man, it's, it's, it's so crazy that it's like unbelievable. And I've worked in radio stations, and crazy stuff happens in radio stations, but not as much now as it used to happen. Maybe it still does, and I just don't, I'm, I'm just, I've got blinders on it, I don't pay attention. But like I said, I come in at night. And there's not there's not a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I guess unless I I see anything with the janitorial staff that occasionally clean the toilet, but they're not even here usually. By the time I get here, they're usually gone. You know, so I I don't have to worry about that. And on the weekends, they don't even clean the toilets, so I don't see anybody on the weekends. I mean, it's just a, it's just feces everywhere. Bunch of animals that work here. Uh, and then the second thing, you've got Warren Sapp being tone deaf. Now, this my my hypothesis on this, and I would like you to see. I want to see if you believe me on this. Warren Sapp has never had a real job. Is that a correct statement? Like he, he was blessed to play football. He was very good at that. He worked hard at it. He became the QB killer and also a douche in real life. But he worked football. That was his gig, right? Went to the U, and then he went on and played in the NFL all those years. And right after the NFL, became a broadcaster. These aren't real jobs. Like The decorum that one must have in an NFL locker room versus a, a corporate situation is much different. Now, at the same time, uh, judging by our friend Matt Lauer over there at the Peacock, well, formerly of the Peacock Network, and they really lived up to that nickname, uh, the uh, the boys over there at NBC, they this kind of stuff, hey, it, it's been going on for a while, like TV news and all that, and it's a, it's a different world now, right? It's a different world. We've always been litigious, but, uh, but now this stuff's seemingly going to end, but it's not going to end anytime soon. In fact, I was talking to a friend of mine that uh, works in television who believes that there's another big shoe that's going to drop before the end of the year involving a a television scandal of a similar nature to what happened at the the NFL Network. But the point of of tone death is just that Warren Sapp, he's not had to deal with the real world of how you're supposed to handle yourself in a uh, surrounding uh, environment where you're not a caveman. We, you, you, you're not rewarded for being a Neanderthal. Uh, and, uh, and, and the final thing here is the locker room talk. Like, it seems like this is just a continuation of uh, what would go on. I, I, I remember years ago when I first got into the, the radio business, and I, before I became a talk show host, I had to work my way up. So I did all these, you know, these jobs to kind of figure things out. And I was a reporter for several years, and I would go into locker rooms every day. For several years, I, I was on the beat, whatever sport it was, baseball, football, basketball. It was a year-round, even hockey. Uh, and I, I recall some just you know, amazing things that took place in locker rooms. And, and t- typically, uh, it it was like everything those those parody shows about locker rooms were, that was what happened. But it just you know, was supposed to what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. And if, you know you're, you're supposed to just kind of be quiet about it, and you saw stuff, and you're like, all right, well, it's just uh, just the guys being the guys, and that's how it works. Uh, but now I guess you can't even do that. This was locker room talk. Yeah. You imagine if what would be the equivalent? The Trump line to get elected was drain the swamp. What what about like draining the locker rooms? And what happens? Let me ask you a hypothetical. Let me ask you a hypothetical because. If, if you have these same standards, which are, I think, in a civilized world, pretty reasonable, pretty reasonable. But if you carry these into the locker room, like, would anybody be left playing? <laughs> would, you, would you have to suspend 45% of NFL players for um, saying things that are of a sexual nature that uh, they can get in trouble for? Now, it's mostly a male environment, but not anymore, right? There's women that are... On the training staff, some teams have female assistant coaches. There's a lot of female reporters. Like, if if this if we carry this to the extreme, am I positioning this right? If we carry this to the extreme, and we say, okay, we've we've done television, we've done politics, we've done Hollywood, 
the next frontier, the final frontier, is the locker room. All right, we got to clean up the locker room. Who would be left? I, I mean, there's some guys, yeah, but you know, the, the the old line: there's there's two sides to everybody, even the ones that you think are the Bible thumpers. Uh, they they even have a you know dark side as as the line goes. All right, it's the the Ben Mather show on Fox. Take your thoughts on any of that if you would like to be part. Uh, you can give us a call there at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine Edmund Dallas. Steamboat Willie Garcia. Well, Ben, I used yes, to uh, work in television. I don't know if you know about oh, this, but I, 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 no I, I used to work behind the scenes over at Fox yeah. Sports. And were you sexually harassed uh, when you worked there? No, no? but right. I did witness, and there were many uh, former professional athletes that were employed as analysts. They yes. used to have a thing called the National Sports Report. It was their. I version. remember that. I love that yes, show. It, it was didn't their last. Ver- long no, it didn't. Though. It was their version of Sports Center. They tried yeah. to give that a go, and it, it was a good show. But nobody, a nobody, nobody watched it. No, it was a good show. Yeah, you're correct. But there were makeup women uh, on the set. Yeah, uh, and there were these former athletes, and I saw their interactions. And if you were just, you know, watching this kind of in a vacuum, you would say that was inappropriate. That yeah. you know the comments they made to each other really are not uh, all right. but for what, the workplace. Well, all right, but but all right, here's let me ask you a question. All right, I don't know the rules of this, like the word thing, because there's a lot of lot of things that are said. Is that okay? But uh, like to me, the, the the line being crossed with like the videos and the vibrators being sent, like saucy language. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not phrasing this right. But the the language is you, there's some of it that I think should be okay. There's, there's you know what I mean. You understand where I'm coming from on this? To a point, yes. I, I would I mean, just I, say I wouldn't this. be grabbing someone's ass, of course, uh, or, or or you know their boobs. I don't think that would be ever acceptable. And obviously, uh, unless you were dating them, maybe then it would be okay. I think obviously, that be right. I was not at the NFL Network. I have no idea what happened there. All I can tell you Probably is what, much what I witnessed when I worked in a similar situation, and there was a lot of flirting going on. There was a lot of you know quote unquote inappropriate talk that went on. And again, I, I don't know this for a fact, but there was a lot of talk that there were relationships going on between yeah. these people. Well, that idea, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so if, if, but it, uh, my thinking is, and again, I don't know, I'm just telling you, if, if one of those women had decided to take all the conversations they had and all, and some of the things that they did and years later decided to fire a, file a lawsuit, you would think that there was a smoking gun there and you would think that there was evidence there, but I, you know, when someone else is engaging in this back and forth, I, yeah. I don't know. I, it gives so you're me, saying it's it like, gives me pause. I will say so you're that. saying it takes two to tango. I think that's the cliche. S- sometimes it yeah. does. Yes, like, like most of the time, and and there are guys that 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 just will not give up. They are just they're in on it. Yeah, you know, even if a woman shows no signs of uh, wanting this flirtation, they're still going to go for it. Agreed. But most of the time, I think if the uh, the other party is like not into it, you just move on but then the other factor here is if they were kind of cool with the flirtation and all that and then they got demoted or they lost their job then they became offended you know what i mean is it like a re- are you allowed to retroactively be offended and, is that and, acceptable and- to be retroactively like once you've been in a situation where you've lost your job, or something, now now you're like, okay, now I was okay with it, but now I'm not okay. Or is it a factor where you think, okay, if if something ever happens to my job, yeah, you may, got it. maybe I go to this. You to got the ace card, money. Yeah, you Again. got you got the the it, trump card. See what I did there? I, I do see what you yeah. did there. Yeah. Say a smart move by me. Thank you. Yeah. I'll be here all night. Try the corned beef. It's pretty good. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's an old saying. It goes back to the 1800s, and it's been repeated and twisted around quite a bit. It's The phrase is, there's a sucker born every minute. Yeah, You've heard that before? It's a derogatory term about uh, the circus back in the day and that the uh, the suckers will show up. And there's a lot of them. They're born every minute. Well, an NFL team was the the victim of a carefully crafted cyber attack, uh, for lack of a a better term. I believe that's what this is. Uh, Now, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, you might have even fallen for it. I'm going to assume that you didn't, though, because 
This happened early in the day, and if you listen to an overnight show, you're probably sleeping. But maybe not. Maybe you missed it also. So, so a handful of stories appeared, and, and they hit major news outfits like the Washington Post, Sports Illustrated, and, and others. And they were all about the Washington Redskins. And the headlines included the following. Uh, here's one of the headlines. Washington football ditches controversial name for Red Hawks. The Post appeared to go with this headline. Native leaders celebrate a victory as Washington football changes mascot to Red Hawks. Now, there was one problem with these stories that appeared to show up in the Washington Post and Sports Illustrated and ESPN and other sites. And the problem was it wasn't true. Uh, All of these websites that had this story, uh, they they were all just bogus websites, right? These these stories were phony, or the websites and the story themselves were phony. And it turned out that this was all set up by Native American activists, and they were trying to highlight how easy it would be for the Washington Redskins to change their nickname. So a number of suckers took the ball and ran with it because of this very elaborate hoax, and they thought this had happened. They thought this was the gospel, that Dan Snyder had woke, woken up in, on a random day in the middle of the week and decided, you know what, I want to change the name of the team. And the NFL signed off on it. Now, the fake story was retweeted, liked, and tossed around the World Wide Web. It was everywhere early in the day, right? It was was tossed around like, you know those tin cans in the tornado, how it goes everywhere? That's what happened here. So I wanted to talk about it. Now, the question, were you aware of it, and, and what did you make of this? Now, my position on this, it is confirmation. It is confirmation. Now, my, to expand on that more, my thoughts, you've got carefully crafted, fine print, and a failed experiment. Right, you got all, all those things, and I'll tie them together. Now, number one, this deliberately planned cyber attack against the Redskins was very well done. I will give whoever put this together credit. Uh, you got to give these guys uh, a pat on the back. This evil scheme was also very simple. It was very simple. Uh, from what I read, the plan, this extremist group, they just bought a bunch of legit-looking URLs uh, from things that looked kind of like they would be real. Like, uh, for example, they bought sportsillustrated.news, uh, washpostsports.com. Uh, there was an ESPN sports.news. That's just some of them. And the, the plan, and it really worked well, uh, this part of it early in the day. The strategy is very similar uh, from what I'm what I'm read about this. It's the same playbook that's used. You know those phishing attacks you hear about where you're, they they put those dummy websites up for like credit card companies or banks, and uh, they want you to put your credit card information in there. They're they're phishing, trying to get people to give them their personal information. And then they can either use it or go on the dark web and sell it. And it, you know, so it's, think of it like the credit card scams or the fake Amazon accounts. You know, those you ever get those emails? Do, do, I always say, well, those don't work, but they must work, or they would they wouldn't do them. There's got to be like a certain percentage of people that respond uh, to those things. So, th- so that was what they did. Now, the goal was not to trick the media per se, right? Because they were pretending to be the media. Uh, because w- what they were doing here since they were trying to position themselves like they were the Washington Post or uh, Sports Illustrated, what they were doing instead was just taking advantage of rubes is what they were doing. The, the Redskins turned into the Red Hawk story. For me, it is confirmation that nobody reads the fine print. Now, I have known this for a long time. People kid around about it, but it's it's just like, downloading something from the app store on your phone. You know how when you download a new app or a song, they they send this whole long list of things that you have to read over and you have it, it's a lot of crap, right? I mean, it, no one pays attention to that. You could be signing away your life downloading a Justin Bieber song. I mean, what the hell would you know, right? You'd be like, "Oh, I paid for it. I want the song. Give me the beebs. I need it." Uh that's that's how you approach it. So so it's similar. Listen, same thing. Whether it's a song, something small like that, 
Hell, if you've ever purchased a house or bought a car, you got to sign your name away on a bunch of stuff. You don't read that stuff either. They just circle an X where you need to sign. You're like, all right, I'll do it. Why not? What the hell? I'd, I'd rather do that. It takes uh, five minutes instead of an hour. So uh, life is short. Time is valuable. Why the hell waste it on the particulars? Uh, that's a truism, right? You know, many people are gullible, and I think we can expect this uh, to continue. It's kind of that human nature thing, the the wisdom of the masses, if you will. And, and that was exposed in this Red Hawk story. Uh, and I, I, isn't gullible a synonym of lazy? Like, you could interchange those two things. Like, I, and, and having worked in the commerce of the interweb, I have seen it firsthand. Right? When I, mining the Internet, whether it be now or back in the day when I had my website, uh, you know, you read the headlines. People, people don't read beyond the first paragraph if they're lucky. So I always attempt. Now, not that I haven't been fooled before, but I always attempt to follow the golden rule. If it seems too good to be true, you know the rest, right? You know how that works. And, and to show how many people just read the headline of this story I just talked about with the Washington football team ditching controversial name for Red Hawks, just to show you that people only read the headline. Right? To prove that, all of these fake articles on all of these dummy websites that this, this activist group put together, all of them, they had the headline, right? They had the headline, and then right below the headline, there was a tiny disclaimer just below it there that said that the websites were phony. Uh, they were a parody. They didn't say phony. They said it was a parody, and then they linked to a press release. How many people do you think actually clicked on that? Uh, I'm going to go not many, judging by how many times this got circulated and recirculated and pushed around. Now, the last thing here, this particular cyber attack against the the Redskins was was a failed experiment. It was successful, and it got a lot of attention, but the the Redskins are not changing their name. So on that part of it, it, they failed, right? It's... Similar to the fake Woj account that pops up in the summer when the NBA free agency is going on or the dummy Adam Schefter or the fake Ken Rosenthal, which he really gets upset about. I think Ken is the most offended out of those guys. I don't know that the other two get all worked up. But anyway, uh, those accounts bamboozle a bunch of people every time. And, uh, And keep in mind, the legit Washington Post, the real Washington Post, they just released a poll last year that said 90% of Native Americans were not offended by the name uh, Redskins, but uh, this story popping up and just love the uh, the creativity. It makes you wonder what else they could get up to. Now, part of the plan to kind of get the ball rolling here is they had all the dummy websites, and they they went live all about the same time from what I'm being told here, and then to start the process or process, they had some of their more well-known activist guys and women tweet out a link, and then it just started making the rounds. People just started started saying, go round and round and round and round and round. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. So, right there. I thought, what, what happened now? I want to. Did you see the story, by the way? I, I did. Yeah, I saw the Redskins uh, tweeted up. Yeah, they tweeted the response to it. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, good effort, though. There was a lot of work that went into that, right? Sp- Apparently so. They yes. had to plan this for a while. They had to get just the right looking websites. They just pretty, pretty much mimicked uh, the, the the real websites and then just added that story to it, is what they did. So. All right, uh, Paul George back in Indiana wearing an ugly OKC uniform, and uh, he sucked. Uh, he, what was he in this particular? 3 of 17 was, uh, well, that was Russell West, but he was 3 of 17. Carmelo was 4 of 14. Paul George wasn't very good in this game, but somehow Oklahoma City uh, won the game. And the fans, they really gave a, a nice warm welcome. Um, you know, if, if boos are warm. I think that's great. Paul, there, was, Paul, there were signs. Paul George should absolutely be booed. I think that's the proper response by the good people at Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Good job by them. Banker's Life Fieldhouse, huh? Well, that's the name, man. I didn't know that. Yeah. When I was Rolls there, off the tongue. Yeah, when I was there, it was called like the... Conseco Yeah, Conseco. Yeah. We called it Conseco, but it was Conseco. <laughs> we called it Conseco, but it was, it was Conseco uh, Fieldhouse. And they, 
in that NBA Finals when they played the Lakers, we sat near the pearly gates at the very top of the field house there, and we're pretty sure that they were piping in fake crowd noise. We call that the Atlanta Falcon or, or the Indianapolis Colt because they do that too, you know, the fake uh, crowd noise. But what, why are people surprised by this? I don't – it seemed like some – Are people surprised by I this? I feel like some people in the media were, like, surprised. Like, Paul George should have been given this, like, warm welcome. They should have rolled out the red carpet. Why would that be? Why is it any different in Indiana than it is in L.A., New York, Chicago, Boston? I don't understand that line of thinking. Like he didn't, well, didn't want to play there – uh, which, Maybe people in the Midwest are supposed to be above such things. I no, don't please. I don't. I agree. Uh, I mean, I'm not shocked at all. They booed him. Everyone's pretty much the same, relatively. Yeah, they were. They should have played this. Did they play this in the arena? I don't think they. They didn't give him a video tribute on the uh, jumbotron. Yes, yeah, all those missed last second shots. Oh, they could have put a reel you. together. And, How dare you? I know. So unfair. He's such a great clutch player. Gone well for him in Oklahoma too. That team is really, really doing well. That's a, a solid outfit. Oh yeah, got he's, in he's definitely City. going to be back next year. I think so, unless he's not. I, I think, and that and Carmelo. If I owned the Thunder, that that oil baron that ripped the wonderful Sonics out of Seattle Bastard. in the middle of the night, scumbag. Uh, but if I was that oil baron, I would go through the front office and I would find, I'd give a lie detector test, and I want to know who who signed off on the. Carmelo Anthony trade. Well, I imagine he did. Well, somebody had to say, hey, here's a good idea. Let's get Carmelo Anthony. That's the guy I would. What I would do is I would put him on one of my oil baron planes, and I would, I would put the plane, like I would send it to Siberia, and then I'd land. I'd give him a parachute. So I wouldn't even land. I'd give him the parachute. I'd dump him out of the plane. Uh, and it's a little I, extreme. Yeah, and then you I'd could fly just, back you know, to Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, I could do that too. Yeah. It's another option that you have. But uh, what, a, what a hot mess. Hot mess that is. But that's Super for, team. Come on. You got yeah. three three stars. Super team. Yeah. That's all you need. Three stars. That's right. Go Sooners! Not one, not two. You need three stars. That is what you have to have. Clearly. All right. So the, the Ben Mather Show on Fox. Now, uh, Iowa Sam or, or Pez Sam, is there any new Pez news that you can add here? Is there anything happened in the Pez world since we talked yesterday? Uh, not to my recollection. I was looking so, for some Pez when I was at Ralph's today, but I uh, couldn't find any. Is that disappointing? Do you feel like you're... Are you Ralph's, by the way, is a grocery store. It's not some guy's house that no. he was at. No, no, he was... <laughs> no, Sam went to a guy named Ralph. That's yeah. his yeah, friend, yeah. his new neighbor. Really and, uh, Ralph Irvin. Yeah. Ralph's an old Russian guy, <laughs> and he goes over there, and uh, yeah, that's right. Aloha, brother. Uh, Ralph's, Ra- Ralph's the guy that just plays loud Russian music all night. That's yeah, what yeah, is. my neighbor yeah. across the courtyard. Uh, lovely, lovely neighbors we have there yeah. over in Sino. Um, no, I, I didn't go down like the little candy toy aisle, but uh, usually they have some of them in some grocery stores. They'll have them at checkout, you know, yeah. buy all the other candy. But uh, but it's not no. the same. Like I mean, years ago there was Pez everywhere. It's not the same. The Pez is it's more of a, a unique. It's a niche market. It's, it's a more n- so niche. I think it's niche, right? Is it, it niche or niche? I've, I've always said I've heard, niche. I've heard both ways. I've said niche. I'm going with niche. I like niche because you know it, it rhyme, could be you know, an root. What is it? Route. What does it rhyme with? Niche. You want niche. To, what? Niche. Itch. Uh, Keep going. Niche. <laughs> what is niche, right? Niche is that relief pitcher. Pat Nishek. Quiche. Niche and quiche. Quiche, niche. I love quiche. I love what quiche. You like quiche? And I, and I love kitsch. I don't like quiche. But do you like kitsch, Ben? Oh, boy. No, I don't like that either. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, but, uh, yep, no uh, no real updates, okay. but I'll be looking for some Pez, because you know what? Right. Is there now? Here's, is there a, yes. like a radio microphone Pez? Because that would be a good one for me to get. Like, that would be oh a good goodness. beginner Pez. Oh, yeah. If they had, like, the microphone. Well, there's so the- many designs out there, I can't even keep up. But you know you know what I think I'm going to do, since we've had this this whole Pez discussions come up? Yeah. I'm going to buy a Pez dispenser for everybody no, here at FSR. You, you don't have to They're do like that. $1.20 a piece. A well, that's a big 20? hit for you and <laughs> the money you make, I can say. <laughs> Plus, you know, I, I probably work with you know, 30 or 40 people here, and so... It's yeah. gonna it's gonna add up, but I don't know. It's, I think they make a great Christmas gift. I don't know. A stocking or stuffer, yeah, stocking. Uh, uh, yeah. That's why I used anyway. to get my stocking. Was a was will a it have the candy like included? The candy comes with it. Yeah, you get three right. packs I'm, of the the crappy candy. Um, well, three you said, packs. You get three packs. Wow. Great. Did wow. you hear Coop's yeah. voice? Very excited. Yeah. Now, what is Coop wants to know? He asked me off the air. What do you do when you run out of candy? Are you screwed? Do you have to go to get a whole new note Pez. I mean, how do you fill it? Again? Well, they have. If, 
Filling a Pez is, is rather difficult, but they do have these these uh, these replacement packs where you can get like eight to ten little Pez packets, little baby Pez. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, you can refill it. They have but, the um, like auto loader. Now is there the is no auto? Is there a video on YouTube on how to properly load I, the I Pez? Guarantee you there is. There, there is. probably is. Probably uh, yeah. there probably is. But you, you know what I do is I take a couple at a time, and you have to hold the thing open with one hand, and you gotta stick it in there. So. Yeah. It's 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 a rather complicated process. For for tedious. the for the Pez gun, is it like a single shot revolver or is there a magazine? It, it, okay, so it's like it, it is a magazine. It looks like James Bond's gun without the little oh. silencer on it. I have one. It's from the 60s. Nice. And uh it is rather cool. You pull the trigger and a the little se- Pez semi-auto. Comes uh it's semi-auto, yeah. Not <laughs> not a machine gun. Uh Pez uh fire. Um but uh yeah, it, it does work and then so you stick that gun in your mouth. Oh, and, no, you, uh, you should, and they pull you the should never say on the radio, stick the gun in your mouth. Oh. I don't think that's good to say on the radio. Uh, I'm not an expert, but no, I don't know that uh, you should say that on the radio. I'm just saying. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, the the Pez gun. <laughs> and the boss is listening. I found out last night because I right. made a heroin joke and he was listening. I'm talking about candy, folks. All yeah, right. All Please right. Call, call your local hotline, all right? Yes. Yeah, all right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's do it. We bring in the master of ceremonies here, the Coupe de Loup. Ooh, on time, Maller, huh? Oh, some people say. Coupe. You know what? Let's stop the music. Stop the music. Stop the effing music. Stop the music. All right? Screw you. We'll push it back. Well, push the damn thing back. I don't care. I don't need to do it right now. Let me pay off the tease, though, from earlier. The trash man in the NFL. Who do you think, I'll ask you real quick, who do you think has the most passing yards in the NFL this season in the third or fourth quarter of games when trailing by 17 or more points? The most garbage time passing yards in the NFL. Now, Mm. this is the, we call this the Bortles. Because yeah. for years it was Blake Bortles, but it's not Blake Bortles anymore because the Jags have a good record. So you want to mm. take a guess? Uh, let's see. How about Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, he's got 176 yards uh, down by 17. Not Andy Dalton. The answer from the Oakland Raiders. Oh, I was going to say Derek, Derek Carr. Carr has picked up 488 passing yards, the most in the NFL. When his team has been down by 17 or more points in the second half, Trevor Simeon of Koopa Loops Broncos is second. Jay Cutler, number three on the list. That's the holy trinity of NFL quarterbacks. All right, well, we are going to get to Mallard of the third degree. We time-shifted it for ratings purposes. And if you believe that, we've got some real estate that I'd like to sell you that's very, very warm this time of the year in Antarctica. Uh, here's the instant trivia. Which starting NFL quarterback is averaging just 19.1 passing yards per drive? That is dead last, 32nd among all quarterbacks. That's the instant trivia. That and Mallard of the third degree next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. So glad we moved it. It was my idea to move it to this portion of the clock, and the ratings will skyrocket. Coop, what do we have? Well, Ben, Jerry Jones says that Dak Prescott is now better due to Ezekiel Elliott's suspension. He believes <laughs> that he's imp- <laughs> he believes that he's improved. Was now, nose growing while he was saying that, yeah. Well, I mean, now I guess I don't even need to ask this question. But originally yeah. you exclaimed that Prescott had been exposed by Elliott's suspension, and you seemed yeah. right. Uh, Prescott had a couple awful games. That is correct. However, he's bounced back as of late with a couple good showings and a couple of wins. So do you think that the suspension actually helped him in the no, long run? No, I'm going to bullheadedly confirm what I had said before. I'm going to reconfirm. Uh, yeah, he was exposed, uh, and nothing I've seen the last couple of weeks has changed that. A, when Dak Prescott competed against top 10 defenses in Atlanta, Philadelphia, the Chargers, he looked like a junior varsity-level quarterback. Prescott, in just those last couple of games, no touchdowns, five interceptions, a quarterback rating of 57. And now, yeah, he's played better the last couple of weeks. The Redskins and Giants defense, horrific Washington's 32nd. Big Blue, 
27th in scoring defense. Everyone looks like Troy Aikman against those teams. And Troy Aikman's not even a good analogy. Joe Montana, Tom Brady, something like that. And then B, Jerry Jones knows. He knows what's going on. He's being a hype man here. The Cowboys cannot compete against top-level NFL teams without Zeke Elliott in the lineup. This is very straightforward. There's a blueprint on how to stop Dak Prescott. Now, if you're a terrible team, you can't stop anybody like the Redskins or the Giants. It doesn't matter. But against the better defensive teams, we saw what Dak Prescott looked like, and he was bad. He stunk. Next! Now, yesterday you talked about how the Thunder gambled on Carmelo Anthony and lost. That's correct. What a great monologue that was. And that the team should just eat his contract because all of his bad habits are starting to be adopted by the team. It's not my money. However, it seems like Billy Donovan is the one on the hot seat. Do you think he deserves any blame, Ben? So you want me to play the blame game Billy Donovan style? I'll play the blame game Billy Donovan style. I I will say if I were to break up the blame pie, I'm going to go 85% of the blame goes to the players. I'll put 15%, 15% if my Maller math is correct on Billy Donovan, right? Uh, number one, you are essentially a glorified babysitter when you're an NBA head coach. Billy Donovan essentially just has to let Russell Westbrook do his thing. You're ma- massaging egos and managing timeouts when you're an N- NBA head coach, and you've got to deal with the bench, the substitutions, but Russell Westbrook pretty much does whatever he wants anyway. He improvises. He often plays out of control, like a runaway freight train barreling down the tracks. The entire atmosphere around the Thunder right now suck. But that's on the players, and that's on Carmelo Anthony more than it is on Billy Donovan because they were fine last year, and now Anthony's there. It's a mess. And, and, And this is not accidental. It's the Carmelo effect. Carmelo Anthony is when he you put him in the locker room, you put him in the back of the locker room, it's like juggling hand grenades. You know that eventually you're going to make a mistake and it's going to go ka-boom. It's not going to end well. Billy Donovan is a convenient fall guy. There's endless possibilities of big-time college jobs. He can always get one of those jobs. And right now, the way the Thunder are set up, that is a dead-end street. Next! Now, Justin Turner had Dodgers legend Oral Hershiser officiate his wedding. Ben, if you could go back in time and have a sports icon officiate your Hawaiian wedding, who would you pick? See, I would go back in time and encourage you not to ask me a question like that. Because, you know, every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, I do the same show. And I mock, I mock, Coop, I mock radio shows that do this kind of question, right? You know, the, the whole, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, Christmas. Who would you like to invite to Christmas dinner? Who in sports, dead or alive, would you like to? Come on. This has nothing to do with it's a the same, season. It's the same line of thinking, Coop. You're better than that. You mean the entirety this of show, Ask Ben? This show is better than that, right? You can't, that, that kind of question, come on. That's a bad job by you. you. All right, don't you answer it. it. You fail. You know it, Koopaloo. You lose. Why didn't you ask me? Who's been naughty or nice in sports this year, Ben? Who's on your Good naughty day, list? Sir. Who's on your nice <laughs> list? Come on. Ridiculous. Who would you like to... Ben, who in sports would you like to unwrap under the tree, Ben? Come on. None of this has to do with Christmas. Who would you like to, to do with your Who wedding? would you like to eat latkes with on the Hanukkah? Come on. Yeah, come on, jeez. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's like a delicious piece of cake. It's not high tech. It's just wonderful, though. We call it Ask Ben Your Questions, Our Answers, and right about now. Hit that button, Sam. Hit that right. right. It's now time for. Time for. Hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. All right. Away we go. It is time now for Ask Ben Your Questions, Our Answers. In a very dignified way, I will pass the microphones of the powerful Fox Sports Radio empire over to the Coop. A loop who makes poor gas choices, but will make good choices on Ask Ben. All right, Ben, we're going to start off with a question for you. All right, very good. I will, I will annihilate this question, Coop, is what I'm going to do. This is from Lloyd on Facebook. Hi, Lloyd. Ben. Yes. Have you ever been sexually assaulted? Uh, no. Uh, no, I have not been <laughs> uh, sexually assaulted. In fact, uh, uh, for many years, no one would uh, touch me. No. Uh, so, uh, yes. 
Unlike Jose Canseco, I've not been able to benefit uh, from that uh, in any way. No, I've not. Uh, you, Coop, have you uh, ever had? Uh... No. You've not. All right. He had his hand on my ass and he wouldn't let me go. Yeah. All right. Well, I have done that. But all right, uh, next. Uh, this is another question for you, Ben. Back to back, face to face. Yes, this is from Just Josh on Twitter. Oh, this ought to be good. What was the first nickname that you were given on radio and who gave it to you? Big Ben. That was the first nickname uh, just because I was fat. And uh, so they said, you're Big Ben just because of that. Now, of the 41 sanctioned nicknames that I have gotten, I'm trying to remember the first one. I think the first one I recall was, I think it was like the, the Nocturnal Colonel was like the very beginning of that. And then it worked into curmudgeon of commentary, the Beethoven of BS, the bannering broadcaster, the spin master of misinformation. But I, if I remember right, uh, I'm going to go Nocturnal Colonel, but that's just off the top of my head. That sounds like the first one, as I recall. All right, next. All right, Ben, uh, this is a question for the whole crew. All this right. is from uh, No Longer Back to Back and Belly to Belly. We move on. This is from Ernie. He Hi, says, Ernie. He says, with us getting pounded with eight inches here in Detroit. Yeah. With snow. Sure, of course. I knew what you meant. Yes. Pervert. Uh, <laughs> I, was, uh. I was wondering if any of you have ever had to shovel or drive in real snow. Uh, yes, but, but only, well, not, I don't think I've ever shoveled snow, but I, I have driven a little bit in snow. I have, but uh, I've on limited time traveling to different places and whatnot. I've been in the, been in the snow. I had a great snowball fight a couple of years ago. My niece had her, her, uh, her bat mitzvah in New York, and it snowed, and everyone was bitching and complaining, all these New Yorkers. And I was running through the streets of Manhattan, taking the snow off like the mailboxes and the cars, and we, we got in this huge snowball fight. It was awesome. Great like, memory. Like Buddy the Elf? No, it was really cool, Eddie. Until I got hit in the eye with a snowball, and then that wasn't so cool. Sung that a little sounds bit. actually cool to me. Yeah. All right, Ted. Is that for is it for everybody? Yeah, that's for right, everybody. I'm sorry, I bogarted the question. Sorry. Eddie, what about you, Eddie? You I, snow I guy have, from Hawaii? Uh, yeah, I have seen snow twice in my life. I went to it. It did not come to me uh, going up the mountains and attempting to ski. So, uh, no, I have never shoveled snow, nor have I ever driven in snow. Uh, well, I'm sure there's no snow in Iowa, so Iowa Sam, you've never partaked in that. Just yeah. sleets there. No, I've uh, yeah. I've shoveled many a driveway and driven over. A lot of snow, and I broke my leg skiing two years ago. So there you go. I would like to drive a snowplow truck. I think that would be fun. I would like to do that. That's on my bucket list. That and the Zamboni. Wouldn't that be cool to drive a snowplow truck? My that parents cool. have a, a small tractor. We have a plow on there, so I got to do that. So it was pretty fun. Yeah, sounds like fun. Coop, what about you? Um, I have never shoveled snow, uh, but I have driven in snow in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Have you ever taken off oh, in a plane in snow though? Ah. Uh... That would scare me. I think I have, yeah. When they uh, when they de-ice the plane? Yes, yes I have yep. had that, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I want they're, to do that. They're spraying that stuff yeah. on the, the yeah. wings? Yeah. No, it, it was a little uh, little sketchy. Yeah. I think <laughs> a little I sketchy. Like, I'm always like, well, they can't fly in this, and they take off. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. All right, move on here. It's Ask Ben Your Questions, Our Answers. All right, uh, here's a question from Go to Bed Guy on Twitter. Go to Bed Guy. Uh, Go to Bed. This, this is for, for everyone. Okay. Uh, given the chance to go back or in the future, which sports figure would you have officiate your? <laughs> oh come on! Yeah, guess which finger I'm holding. Out. Let's see. See if you can figure You're it number out. Number one. <laughs> number one. Okay. Okay. No. Uh, yeah. No. For real. Yeah, uh, this yeah. is a question from Carl on Twitter. Hello, Carl. Is that no condom, Carl, who used to call the show and then quit the show? No, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. He hates us. I think he's upset with us. No condom, Carl. This is Carl. Carl Anthony Towns. This is Carl Malone with a C. Oh, Carl Malone. Yes. The mailman. Yes. Uh, Terrible radio show he did. He, are, I, I lost a job because of him. Go ahead. Are y'all cats watching the meteor shower over there? Yes, we're inside the radio. I'm looking at the ceiling of the big radio building, and I'm looking at the, yeah. I, I, I don't know anything about the meteor shower. We'll have to get our... Uh, you don't know anything about the meteor shower? I do not. Tell me about do it. Do you know about the meteor shower, Ben? No, I don't, actually. Oh, there's a huge meteor shower going on right now, actually. Really? Should we yes. all go outside? I think we should during the break. Right. I think we should check it out. There's suppo- it's supposedly supposed to be like hundreds of, of uh, meteors per oh, hour. Yeah. I'm sure it's, it's breathtaking. 
Yeah. Is it, just do, you like the, to, do you have the, to smoke something to see this or what? No, the, no. It's uh, it's an actual, like, legitimate scientific meteor right. shower. Let's try to get another question in. But, uh, yeah, it's fascinating. I'll go outside. We'll walk in the middle of the street, Ventura Boulevard. What could possibly go wrong? All right. So here's a uh, – it's a two-part question. It's from Enzo on Twitter. First part is for, for Sam, and the second part is for you, Ben. All right. Hurry up. Here we go. Uh, does Iowa Sam like ranch dressing? Hell yeah. And then the second right. question is, Ben – Will your bromance continue? <laughs> no. Hell no. Uh, it's over. And uh, it was nice knowing Iowa, Sam, but no, I can't. I can't put up with ranch dressing. Ranch dressing is the devil's blood. Uh, is terrible. The only reason restaurants what? give it out. No, listen to me. The reason that restaurants hand out ranch dressing is because it's cheap. It's low quality. Okay. Honey mustard and barbecue sauce are the king of the sauce world. Not ranch. Ranch dressing is disgusting. Ranch is oh, like holy water in the Midwest. Well, that's fine. You the Midwest, dip your hands Midwestern in it. values are a little off then, because ranch dressing is horrible. And and I don't want to. I don't want to hear any kind of ranch dressing propaganda from you. Okay. So zip zip it ixnay on the ranch dressing a, and and Never. you know what? It's evil cousin that uh, blue cheese. You know that that other that looks kind of like ranch dressing. Also disgusting. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 